Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley. I'm an astrologer here in New York City at the Bright Red Desk, and in today is August 15th, 2021. Um, so we are having the Hammer of Thor with Mars um, over the last couple days, and this week we have Mercury moving into that Hammer of Thor. Uh, and that will take place on the 17th. So we are really feeling, you know, we had Venus on it a couple weeks ago. We had Mars on it the last few days, and then now we're going to have Mercury go through it. So it is, uh, Hammers of Thor bring us to consciousness. That's one of the things, you know, you can't miss them. <laughs> when they take place in your life, in the world, wherever, you go, wow, wow, that's a, that's that's big. I I didn't really see that. I didn't really... I didn't really, uh, uh, wow, that's big. So we've been watching it unfold, um, and it's unfolding in our lives as well as in the world around us. And so a lot of people are feeling a little bit, um, maybe a little surprised or a little shocked by how things go down or how fast they shift or change. But that is what hammers do. You know, as somebody said, you know, nails nails don't look to say, gee, let me go into the wall. That sounds like fun. Uh, you know, the hammer hits the nail and the nail goes in the wall. It's just how the work, how it happens. You know, it's just what hammers do. And, of course, you know, people say, well, if you have just a hammer, you're going to, you know, everything looks like a nail to you. So this week, as Mars went through it, we had three malefics forming the hammer. Mars, of course, is a malefic in Virgo. Um Saturn, um, I'm sorry, Pluto is the other malefic, uh, and he and Eris, who is the third malefic, are in a square, and they've been in that square now for two years. This is the fourth, next week is the fourth of five, not next, week after next, is the fourth of five squares that they have. But um, Mars going through there brings a malefic energy. So a couple weeks ago when Venus went through there, you know, in New York State we had the... um, uh, the women accusing Governor Cuomo of sexual harassment. And now as Mars went through there, he quit. He resigned. Uh, Mercury goes through there this week, uh, gets there on the 17th. So we'll find out news. We'll find out things. Of course, in the world, uh, these planets, Uranus is on a world point, and Uranus is stationing this week. He stations um and goes retrograde on the 19th, so the five days before and the five days after. He's in an Earth sign, so we noticed him. So we had a earthquake in Haiti. We also have the country of Afghanistan um, having a major shift in its power structure. The president left today. Um, we have pulled our embassy out. We're sending more troops in than we withdrew. We withdrew 2,500, and we're sending in, last radio I heard, 6,000 now. Uh, to make sure we get out of there safely. Um, Of course, we are leaving behind a country that is rapidly changing. Uranus is rapid, sudden, unexpected changes. And as he stations and stops to go retrograde until January, um, we have finished our forward motion this week. So there was a whole evolutionary push that was taking place with Uranus going direct while Saturn was retrograde. So with him going retrograde, all the planets in the heavens are retrograde right now, all the outer planets. And so they're all saying, revise your structures, 
right? So we have Pluto retrograde, we have Saturn retrograde, we have Jupiter retrograde, we have Neptune retrograde, we have Pallas Athena retrograde, we have Chiron retrograde, we have Eris retrograde, and then this week Uranus joins the pile. So with the outer planets, who are the structures of our world, all going backwards, changing, shifting, there's an enormous shift and change in terms of our focus, where we're going, what the new direction is going to be. This will be experienced everywhere, not just with us, but we've been talking for the year, you know, the Uranus-Saturn says change, change, things have to change. And so changes have been pushing forward, and now as Uranus stops, he's the change guy, He's stopping and saying, okay, I've pushed as far as I can. I'm going to go backwards now. I'm stopping on a world point, 1447, 15 Taurus is a world point. So I'm three, 13 minutes away from a world point. So I'm, I've officially changed things. Okay, now what? Back up till January. The rest of them are all backwards until the end of September. So this is a really, really important time for us to look at the structures in our lives that want to change and grow in new directions and that still have to be revised because we still have all these retrograde planets until Pluto goes direct and then Saturn and then Jupiter and then Neptune and then Chiron and then Eris. Ah, yeah. So we've got a we've got a ways, but this is the this is about as big as the potential underlying changes. Of course, we're seeing COVID rates skyrocketing. Um, I had. Uh, you know, bemoaned a little bit when they Jupiter went into Pisces and they said, take off your mask. I'm like, no, no, the Delta's coming, the Delta's coming. So our job is to really watch between now and when Saturn and Pluto go direct at the end of September if another variant starts, we start hearing about another variant somewhere coming, right, because this is the time frame when they're hatching. Kind of like cockroaches <laughs> or palmetto bugs or... Whatever, kind of think of that as, yeah, you know, there's a story there that wants to evolve and take place and do something, you know. Um, and and understanding this is an important time for all of us. We're all evolving. We also have Venus shifting out of Virgo, which is a sign she's not that thrilled with, and going into Libra, which is a sign she likes. So that's helpful. The sun is in the sign he likes, Mercury's in the sign he likes, Venus will be in the sign she likes. So the the personal planets are all reasonably optimistic on some interior level. It might not be showing up in the world just yet, and that's okay. But with that shift, and then later in the week, we have a full moon on next Sunday. We have a full moon at the last degrees of Leo and Aquarius. Now remember, we had a full moon a couple weeks ago in the beginning of of Leo Aquarius. Then we had the new moon last two weeks ago, a week ago, at World Point. And now we're having the full moon, uh, which will happen on Sunday, next Sunday. And then the sun zips into Virgo, the moon zips into Pisces, and the Grand Trine and Fire, which we've had running up there, running, fire, 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 very little water in the sky very little um any there's no water you know so we've been seeing the fires really burn i mean it's been good for hurricane season we haven't had a lot of hurricanes but we have had a lot of fire and so the passion and the fire and the intensity that we're fighting with and um 
we want to recognize that that passion, that intensity, and that what we're fighting with and why we're fighting with it is really an important component of how we move forward with this energy. It'll be a little more internal this week uh, with that hammer of Thor with Mercury going through the Pluto-Eris square, and then next week when Eris and Pluto meet up, not this week, but after this, and then they have a fifth square in October. So our job with this, as Mercury goes through that handle, it becomes the handle, is to watch what we learn. Venus said, okay, I'm going to tell you this stuff that's been going on. And she's in Virgo, so, you know, she she had her words, but maybe nobody listened to her. They listened to her, but they didn't really get it on some level. Mars went through. We definitely saw the malefics. That's been this last week. The wars, the COVID virus, the governor of New York resigning, the, you know, the shift in the change. Next cups Mercury. And Mercury says, okay, I want to talk to you about a nuanced way of thinking about things. Mercury is in Virgo, which is one of his favorite signs, but he's not there that long. And Mercury in Virgo is giving you precise communications about things you need to pay attention to. Um, I was talking to someone on Friday, right before the hammer hit, and they reframed something for me, um, you know, what someone had said to me, and I went, wow, okay, and I believed it. And I said it to this person, and they said, you believed it when they told you that? And I said, well, yeah, that, you know, well, of course I believed that they, that, you know, that's what they said. <laughs> and and she said to me, why did you believe that? Why didn't you look at all the examples, all the, all the stuff you have, all the, the examples of what you said versus what you, uh, what you, what they actually did? And I'm like, wow, big concept, big concept. What did they say versus what did they do? So this is what did they do. Now we're going to get what they said, right? The next part is what they said. And I think it's important for all of us. You know, this is a this is a portal, you know. There was a lot of noise last week about the Lion's Gate. I don't know about the Lion's Gate. I just think the whole world's going through a big change. <laughs> I'm not just going to give it to the lion. It's like everybody I know is going through major, major changes. And it doesn't really feel like there's a lot of support out there. You know, it feels like there's a lot of overwhelm. There's a lot of, oh, wow, you know, like how do I, you know, in the news, not to say it's an always bad, but it certainly isn't optimistic, right? It, you know, it's people fighting and people yelling and people screaming. And so I think the space with the personal planets in signs they like, Venus and Libra, Mercury and Virgo, Sun and Leo, uh, you know, find a space where there's a peace and a creative and you really get down to the, well, what's, what's, important because as those three little guys plus Mars and Virgo stand arrayed against all the other planets opposite them retrograde kind of with their arms crossed looking at them tapping their feet very stern you want to kind of look and say okay so what is my options this week this week what are my options for how I'm going to proceed and you want to focus on your own knitting as my mother used to say if you were busy being kind, you wouldn't pay attention to other things going on in the world. So this is a good week to focus on some kindness, to say, okay, as Mercury goes on a world point, what's the kindness? Mercury's going to come to square the nodes of fate. We always have a choice here. Moon is going to come to join the nodes of fate. We have a choice. We have options. Venus is going to come to trine the nodes of fate, the north node of fate, and sextile the south node. So those are all really positive forward motion 
energies. And even though the world looks like it's really crazy and we got that UN report, I completely forgot about the UN report that we're on fire. It's like, okay, well, what can you as a person do? Just you. You can change things. You can take action in your own world. You can do stuff with the people that you love and you care for. You can care. You can be kind. You can work in a capacity that helps others in some way, shape, or form, and that will help this energy shift, feel a little more um, a little more appropriate, and it will also help you not feel so tired. A lot of asteroids this week around music and the, important, the importance of music. Uh, Pallas, Athena, and Neptune are really feeling um, very deeply emotionally connected. The sun's going to aspect Jupiter. Jupiter also rules music. And Uranus, of course, is um, uh, on a world point. You know, we have the new Aretha Franklin musical movie being released. Um, and I know I love Doritha. <laughs> it's one of my one of my favorites. I think I know the lyrics to all of her songs. Um, but you want to find your own uh, your own source of inspiration from the words. Your your own idea of what will what words what music what inspires you, what gives you comfort, what helps you. This is the week to really work for your own personal comfort. And with Mercury going through the Hammer of Thor, you may get some news that you're not thrilled about, but you may get some news that is life-changing, or you may get news that are both life-changing and you're not thrilled about, or life-changing and you are thrilled about because it really changes the direction in which you're heading, right? So our job with this is to say, okay, you know, what is it we, what is it we need to do? How do we need to get there? What does that look like, you know, and how, how do we create that energy in a new and a positive way? That's how we do it. Slow and steady, incrementally. Uh, we don't no no running. This is a this is a long long marathon. You can walk. You don't have to run. You don't have to make a best time. You just have to keep moving. So that's the energy of the week. Keep moving. Uh, say some prayers for the people who are in some kind of um, life altering situation. You know, I have a few friends who. Our uh, one I just read on Facebook a few minutes ago was in an accident. Shout out to Loretta. Say prayers for her. You know, my assistant Kate, whose mom died last week. Um, kind of watching, you know, the shifting and the changing energy of stuff. And I think that's important. I think if we appreciate that the shifts and changes are taking place, it's important. And I, I do want to thank the folks who wrote to Kate. Um, uh, they were lovely notes. I'm going to forward them off to her. Um, like I said, I didn't really feel comfortable putting her private information out on the internet. But if you worked with her over the, or met with her over the last seven years, she was she really did all the emails. <laughs> she was kind of the front of the face. She and Rose were the face of the business, but she really did 90% of the communication with clients. Um, and so our job with this is to um, to kind of say, okay, you know, for the next couple of weeks we're going to hunker down until those planets go direct at the end of September, beginning of October, because we're revising, revisiting, restructuring. And even though the planet, as the sun goes into Virgo this week, we're going to really feel that kind of forward motion change. He's going to be in Virgo for 30 days, and Mercury is in Virgo, so they're going to get a lot accomplished. 
Uh, Venus this week goes into Libra. She goes into Libra tonight. Um, and so she's a happy little camper in Libra. So she's going to be uh, very pleasant, you know, while she's in Libra for a few weeks. And Mercury goes into Libra on the 30th. So this next week is a really powerful week in the world. Um, and your job is to kind of come up with your own internal vision while all the other planets are going backwards, saying revise, revisit. If you find yourself revising, revisiting your house, you're cleaning out things, throwing things away, releasing, looking at old photos, all that kind of stuff. Retrograde invites you to re-words, R-E, redo, revise, revisit, reorganize. Give those all an opportunity. Redo your plan. Re-update your website. All that kind of stuff, very supported. Um, also, this week, um, I, you know, I talk about things at different points in my uh, our journey together. I am going to be working and, and teaching, actually, on the, week, uh, the last week of the month of September, the 25th of September. I'm going to be teaching at Omega Institute up in Rhinebeck, New York from the 24th to the 26th. It's going to be Astrology, Consciousness, and the Great Shift. I have a link on my website, anortley.com or astroann.com. And thank you to all the people that pointed out the penis ads. <laughs> I'm still working on the symbolism of the broken penis, but we did upgrade. It. We had to do... Uh, you know, some running of thing. It was the website wasn't actually infected. It was the Google things, but we did the whole thing. We did the website. We did the Google. We did the, the thing, and hopefully, no more penis ads popping up when broken penis actually broken penis ads popping up. But Omega, we're going to be doing a conference now. You, the issue is you do have to be vaccinated to go. They're a, they're a pro-vax place. If you've never been, Rhinebeck is beautiful. It's going to be gorgeous. It's the fall. Um, we've had a good amount of rain this year, so the leaves should be beautiful then. And it's that week of the 24th to the 26th, so it's a very weekend of that weekend. Um, and so I'll be speaking with uh, four other astrologers, Kay Taylor in from California, Maurice Fernandez in from Sedona, Rick Levine in from Seattle, and Catherine Andron, who lives in New York like I do. Um, and this is actually one of the first in-person astrology conferences that there's been in two years. So we were kind of like, I think we're going to be the first. We are the first, you know. So we ended up, we are the first. Um, it's not a huge group at this point, so it will be, you know, with all the proper uh, protocols. But consider coming. Um, and if you've never been to Omega, they have great food. They have a wonderful gift shop. There's a beautiful campus. There's a lake. There's a canoe. You can hike. You can meditate in the woods. And people are universally lovely. So hopefully you'll be considering joining us. So the information's on my website. You can click there for details. And it starts Friday night, and it runs all day Saturday and then Sunday night. Uh, Sunday till, I think, to lunchtime or something like that. Okay, so this week let's talk about the moons. Um, so today we have a, a closing quarter moon, which takes us back to uh, November uh, 15th of last year. So if you started something last year. I had someone write in, I did. I signed up for this apartment, and it had palmetto bugs and cockroaches and mold, and I've been fighting with my landlord. Does that mean it changes? I'm like, yeah, it's opening square. It changes. So think about what you began last November 15th on the new moon in Scorpio. Um, so the moon is in Scorpio today. It goes void tonight around 11.05 p.m. and enters uh, Sag at 11.12 p.m. So it goes, moon in Scorpio goes void with a nice sextile to Venus, so that's a nice closing aspect. 
And then on Monday and Tuesday, uh, the moon is in Sagittarius, going void with a sextile to Jupiter. Fire moon, air Jupiter, sextile positive expansive energy. 9.43 p.m. on Tuesday night. Then the moon goes into Capricorn, 1.58 a.m. on Wednesday morning, and it's in Capricorn all day Wednesday, all day Thursday, going void at 7.59 with a conjunction to Pluto. Um, and it will go void, and it will be void Thursday night, and then it goes into Aquarius on the morning of the 20th at 4.49 a.m. It will be in Aquarius on the 20th, the 21st, the 22nd, going void at 8.02 a.m. on the 22nd on the full moon, uh, moon opposite the sun, and then the moon will go into Pisces 8.43 a.m. on next Sunday, the 22nd, and it'll be in Pisces on Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, going void at 5.12 with a sextile. So the only day that has hard moon endings, and that means it's good for ending stuff and getting rid of things, that is the 18th and the 19th, when the moon is on uh, Pluto, uh, meets Pluto as a closing aspect. That also, the 19th is also the day Uranus stations this week. Now, Uranus is in Earth, uh, we know that he has five days before, five days after, and Uranus rules earthquakes, changes in the Earth. So we had the earthquake in Haiti with last Yahoo was 700 people dead. Um, watching the shift and change of stuff, and then seven days behind that, which would be the 20th, the 21st, 22nd, 23rd, till the 24th. So we have a lot of shifting and changing going on with Uranus stationing. Uh, the, the Donald Blanford days, the DB days, uh, the ones that are going to be particularly intense, we're going to find the 17th pretty intense because the Sun and Pluto are in a big old argument that day. Um, you might get some difficult news on the 16th also, but it's news that's not, in, not unanticipated. And then the back half of the week, um, disillusionment on the 19th. The moon's all about disillusionment, but it's also disillusionment on a level that you kind of knew was going to happen anyway, right? So it's got a, an element of, um, well, I knew that was going to happen. Yeah, you did. And so that's part of that's part of the energy on the 19th. So it's it's a little hard, but it's hard in the, wow, wow, that's hard, that's hard. You know, that kind of energy as opposed to, wow, that's hard and not unanticipated. So we're going to watch for this revolutionary shift that we're going through. And then um, we'll be able to take really affirmative action once Mars gets past his blockage, which he does this week. And he kind of takes off and he enters into a really creative phase once we get to next week. So it's a, it's a nice energy. The moons in Sag, of course, are philosophical, wisdom-seeking, liking to learn new things. The, um, the moon in Capricorn is all about uh, structures that need to change and be revised and revisited. And then the Aquarius moon has a whole community. And then Pisces, of course, is deeply emotional. Uh, the 22nd next Sunday is pretty powerful because we have that full moon. But we also have that day, the sun and moon both shift out of air and fire into earth and water. So we've got these grand trines and fire in the sky, which is why we've been having so many fires all over the place. But it's going to shift to earth and water. We're finally going to get a little more water, which is good because that's part of the, the issue with why these fires, like that Dixie fire out west and the fires in Greece, 
and in Italy are burning, you know, is because there's this Greek, you know, that everybody goes, ooh, grand times are great, grand times are great, and they are, but they, they also mean too much of, too much of. So the fiery and the passion and the push, you know, that whole concept of what are, what are my belief systems? Why do I believe it? You know, and as an astrologer looking at the malefics with the hammer of Thor, and they're, you know, they're going, oh, my God, Afghan fell, Afghanistan fell so fast. I'm like, well, these the, the Taliban are religious fundamentalists. They believe what they believe. The army, the people that are, you know, paid to defend the country, are um, paid to do it. It's not coming from a fundamental belief system about how the world should be. So when you put the fire behind the belief system, you get a fiery belief system. Now, I don't certainly agree with their belief systems, but you can't deny the passion of it. You can't deny the intensity of the fire. And so when we see all this fiery stuff going on in our culture where people are fighting, you know, school board meetings, fighting over the children of Moon and Aquarius, right? Um, where Saturn and Jupiter and Aquarius, what, what about the kids? What about the mass? What, people are really fired up about their belief systems. And when we believe something, we tend to dig in. We tend to dig in. And we tend to fight more passionately. So if you have a passion that you want to fight for, this is a great time to do it because the energy in the heavens totally supports fighting for the passion, fighting for what you believe in. And if you just kind of look at it and you go, wow, they're really passionate, I'm not, that, I'm not passionate about that the way they are, go find what you're passionate about <laughs> because there's so much passion in the sky right now. You know, if you hook your little wagon to it, it'll take off. Um, if you want to, of course. So we're watching the sun go through this incredibly impassioned thing. We also have a fast-moving finger of God this week with the sun in Leo in conjunct to Neptune and in conjunct to Pluto or quincunx to them. And the sun is going from 22 Leo to um, zero Virgo. So the finger of God takes place the 15th through the 17th. So we were going to be making faded choices then around the direction of our life and where we're going. We have our annual Sun opposite Jupiter aspect on the 19th, which is a kind of a uh, cosmic aha moment. Yep, that's what I think. That's what I believe. That's the plan. Happens every year. Um, Mercury this year, this week, is going from 6 Virgo through 1847 Virgo. Now, 1847 is the degree of 9-11. So that's going to happen on August 22nd. And we also have Mercury on a world point, squaring the nodes of fate on the 15th. So we're going to get faded news. That's today. And I think a lot of that's the Afghanistan stuff. Um, But also you may get unexpected news about people that you know or situations. It's on a world point. So very often it's a famous story or a famous situation. And Mercury is square Juno this week um, on the 16th, which is a... We're, we're changing that and shifting that, and we do have Mercury forming the Hammer of Thor. That's going to be on the 17th. Uh, he forms the Hammer with Eris in the morning, and then Pluto at 6.07, so we're going to watch what goes down then on the 17th. And, of course, as Mercury moves into it, he adjusts things on the 16th and says, okay, because he has an adjusting aspect to Saturn, this is how we're going to do it. There are a couple of health aspects this week. There's a lot of health 
energy in the sky with all the planets in Virgo, either recovering health, getting better, or having something happen where you have to deal with your health matters. Totally take that in hand. Also, Mercury meets up with Mars in Virgo on the 18th. Now, Mars takes two years to go around the cycle. Mercury goes around the cycle every um, year. but So he will meet up with Mars again, but this is a new cycle from Mars's point of view for two years. And so that meetup, that takes place on the 18th. And Mercury-Mars is a lot about what the new direction is. They're meeting up at 12 on Virgo on the world point. That happens to be my sun-moon midpoint, so curious what will happen that day. And Mercury is also parallel to Mars. So a really important decision-making happening on the 18th with Mercury and Mars in terms of, okay, this is what we're going to do. And then Mercury rolls out, has a nice trine to Uranus, and tells Uranus, okay, this is a plan that's going to happen on the 20th, and then the two of them are very excited to get working on it. Remember, Mercury is friends with everybody. He's one of those guys that everybody talks to. And so when he meets up with Mars, even though Mars and Saturn are not friendly and they just had a big fight last couple of weeks, they are going to, Mercury's going to say, hey, you know, he kind of want to work, kind of wants to work with you. Venus, as we mentioned, is in the last degrees of Virgo. She goes into Libra on the 16th, and she has a lovely aspect with the nodes of fate on the 22nd. So she's looking to partner, collaborate, work with people, work in a creative idea. She may come up with some really great creative ideas the 19th through the 22nd because she's hanging out with Ceres and she's hanging out with the nodes of fate. So there's Lovely grand trine in air. Mars, as I mentioned, kind of quiet. Last week was his big doobie. Uh, you know, he just kind of blew up the world. And now we're going to have him trine Uranus on the 22nd after Mercury talks to Uranus on the 20th. So the two of them are going to come with a plan to Uranus and say, hey, how about this? As, of course, we already talked about, Uranus is stationing at 1447 on the world point. We are seeing the world change, literally, and for us. Uh, Canada just announced they're going to have elections. We've got Afghanistan shifting power structures. We'll see what else happens. It's an interesting time in the world. Uh, and Saturn is sextile Juno. Often partnerships are formed on the 18th, 19th. There's a lot of partnership energy, like I want to partner with you and go forward. So that's a helpful energy. There's There is some stuff around taking better care of your health this week, but I think that's kind of part of the week's going to have an intensity of energy, and so you're going to need to take good care of your health. Um, You're going to need a little extra sleep. You're going to need a little extra water. You're going to need a little more self-care than maybe you've been giving yourself. And hopefully that gives you some ideas about how to work with the energy of the week. Big hugs. Consider coming to Omega. Very COVID-friendly. You do have to have a vaccination, but the rest of it's fun. And it's, if you've never been, it's beautiful. Omega in Rhinebeck, New York, O-M-E-G-A. And the weekend is um, called Astrology, Consciousness, and the Great Shift. Astrology is at the forefront of a great shift, a revolution in consciousness that's moving away from contemporary mechanistic models and reclaiming the validity of magic, ancient, and spiritual traditions. Off we go. Um, So hopefully you can join us. And if not, have a great week and take care. It's going to be a little wild out there, but you've got this. And do, do be kind to others. They're all having these transits too.